and welcome to the Pittsburgh Pirates Rant Podcast for a hump day Wednesday. We're into the season. We're starting to see who the Pittsburgh Pirates really are, I'm afraid. And if you're a listener of this podcast, you're not surprised by what's happened in the last nine games. It's surprising the way it went down with everything going right in the first month and then everything going wrong in the second month. I kind of thought that this team would get until June to where the wheels started falling off, but they seem to be somewhat falling off at this point. And, you know, if you don't believe me, just check the box scores. <laughs> you know, it's not good. They've been getting clobbered a lot, too. I noticed a 10 to 1 yesterday. I think there might have been another 10 to 1 um, a few games ago. Um, there's an 8 to 1 back there. Um, it, they've been getting clobbered in a lot of these games. And although they blamed the. Um, series in Tampa on the um, officiating, even though that's what I call it, the officiating, even though they don't have officiating other than in the NBA, uh, where the Sixers are just doing amazing things, by the way, this year. Who would have thought they'd beat the Celtics, who've owned them um, without a healthy Joel Embiid, <clears throat> although Embiid looks damn good right now, but he was out for two games in this series. But my point is that um, reversion to the mean is something that a lot of people are picking up on now on Twitter. Uh, something that I talk about. You don't need to. Um, you don't need to follow any of these like advanced metrics in baseball. Baseball's been the same for over a hundred years. You know, if someone's hot, they probably have a high BABIP, and they're probably going to come back down to earth. And if someone's ice cold, you know, they're probably hitting the ball right at people, and eventually they're going to get closer to their. Um, you know, their regular totals of what they usually do, which is what Key Brian Hayes has been doing lately. You know, he had a like a 650 ops and normally his um, ops is around 690. So you knew he was going to get a little better and he has, you know, he's the one guy that's been getting a hit or two each game and at least bringing his average up to 254. But most of the guys are regressing um, to, you know, to where we thought they would be and they still have a ways to go in the case of um, Carlos Santana who normally bats 200 without the shift he's probably going to bat 220 but right now his average is still around like 258 and um, he has a ton of RBIs and he's starting to wear down already and hey man nothing against Carlos Santana he's got a great eye he has the ability to hit the ball out of the park But what we saw in the first month wasn't really what he brings to the table. Um, Just at his age, at his advanced age. And you could say the same thing about Andrew McCutcheon. He really rode the excitement of being back on the Pirates um, the first month. But he's sort of coming back at least down to earth. Um, Even though they walked him last night, they didn't want any part of him last night with runners in scoring position when they were only up 5-1. to They would rather load the bases for Jack Sawinski you know, who potentially could have hit a game-tying grand slam. Um, but people feel pretty good about um, going up against Sawinski these days. He has um, struck out 11 times in his last um, 23 at-bats, and he's two for 23. And one of those is a home run. So, you know, that's who Jack Sawinski is. You know, he is a hot and cold guy. And when he gets hot, he can carry a team Maybe for a week or so, though. You know, he's not like an MVP type that's going to carry a team all the way through September in a pennant race. Um, You know, which we know who those guys are. 
who had the ability to do that. We don't have any of those guys yet. But one guy that potentially, you know, well, this is a guy that's a game changer and has really been impressing me lately. And I've made fun of him at times is Hank the Tank. Uh, Nobody in the minor leagues is hotter right now than Hank the Tank. And when he gets a hold of a home run, it leaves the park in a hurry. You know, he has a special sound off of his bat um, that, you you know, you generally hear about um, from certain players. And it took him a while to get that, you know, switching from the um, from the bats in college to the bats in um, professional level. Uh, but now he has definitely come all the way around. And Hank the Tank is starting to hit like he did in college. And for him to have eight home runs after the slow start that he got off to. And think about it. Guys in the minor leagues only have like 80 at-bats. So he's averaging a home run every 10 at-bats. And that, my friends, is a true slugger. Uh, if you can average a home run every like 11.9 at-bats, um, that you are in a pretty elite slugger in baseball. And it looks like, when we were trying to figure out who he is, you know, who's he going to be? Uh, I don't think he's going to be that high average hitter. I think he's going to be a slugger. And it looks like the Pirates want him to be a corner outfield slugger, which is probably perfect for Henry Davis. Um, He has put together um, this streak of power for the first time in his professional career. And I don't think the Pirates are going to be able to keep him down. Now, he's not on the 40-man roster, right? Now, if you're going to bring up Henry Davis to the 40-man roster, I would probably DFA Lyover Paguero and trade him. Um, we've seen that with some players that um, you can DFA a player and still trade them. So um, that's probably what they should do with Lyover Paguero and then just add Henry Davis to the 40-man and bring him up after Super 2 passes because you can't wait another year on this guy. He's hot now, and the team is scoring no runs And you know what? Teams that win in baseball hit home runs. Um, Tampa Bay, in one game last week, they beat the Pirates 3-2, and it was three solo home runs. Tampa Bay has three guys that have nine home runs already, and that's just how they play. They do strike out a lot, um, but the Tampa Bay Rays, they pitch out of their shoes, and they hit home runs. And they are able to find guys like Harold Ramirez, who used to be a Pittsburgh Pirate, and just find something in them and get everything they can out of them. Um, So they find guys that um, have been in the league for a few years, haven't reached their potential, kind of like Connor Joe type guys. And then they, um, they find ways to help these players reach their potential. And they usually do it with um, relief pitchers. Um, The way Tampa Bay uses their bullpen, um, they do a really good job of not overusing anybody. And they use everybody in every situation. So they look at matchups. They look at who's fresh, who's hot. uh, And they just find ways to get, you know, pretty much like guys like underpants, man. You know, they find guys that um, are not great pitchers and they make them great for about four or five outs every third game. And that's how the Rays are probably going to win their first World Series this year um, with home runs and with um, just finding good pitching. And the Rays are so deep that they had one of their best pitchers already go down for Tommy John surgery this year, and they didn't miss a beat. 
They beat the Yankees in a series. Uh, they're playing the Orioles right now, tough. I think the rubber game in that Orioles game is this afternoon. And the rubber game in the Pirates game is this afternoon. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say this is an, in- an important game for the Pirates. Um, I did feel like that um, Mitch Keller game was important and they came through. Um, because remember I said Mitch Keller before the game. I was like, Mitch Keller is an ace. Um, or at least he's the ace on the Pirates. And if he wants to pitch like an ace, he has to put up zeros when the team hasn't won in a while. And that's exactly what he did. And that's what big game aces do. They put up zeros um, when your team's not scoring much and when your team has lost four or five in a row. Um, They're the stopper, right? And he played the stopper. And it was really storybook, you know? He threw the complete game. Uh, They interviewed him on the field after the game. He was very gracious in saying that it was a team win and crediting the catcher. Um, who I still think, you know, even though all you guys hate that um, veteran catcher um, for the Pirates, he calls a good game, and that's why they signed him. He helps pitchers. So as much as you guys hate to see the bat of that, um, especially those NS9 guys who just go for all the low-hanging fruit, you know, um, as much as you hate the bat of that catcher, he probably calls a better game than Jason DeLay. Um, and Jason DeLay did not call a great game yesterday um, with um, Luis Ortiz pitching. Um, you know, he didn't mix up the pitches enough. Luis Ortiz didn't have terrible stuff. The, the defense was not good in that second inning where he gave up the um, four runs and he gave up one run earlier. I think maybe he gave up, I'm going to guess that he gave up two runs in the set, one run in the second, and then an additional four runs in the third. I think is the way it went down. Uh, but I went back and I rewatched that. And Luis Ortiz, he just kind of is what he is. You know, he's a guy that throws hard, but he doesn't get a lot of swings and misses, you know, because he tends to, um, you know, his regular fastball doesn't have a lot of movement to it. Um, but also, he just misses his spots all the time. So you might call for a ball low and inside, and it might end up down the middle. And that's how you get hit hard. And it's the exact same way Oviedo gets hit hard, is he just leaves the ball over the middle. And these are major league hitters. In April, we got away with it. One, because the hitters weren't caught up. And two, because we were playing teams that were losing almost every game, like the Chicago White Sox, like the Cincinnati Reds, like the Washington Nationals. But don't look now, but the Cincinnati Reds are only five games behind the Pirates, you know? So, I mean, the Pirates are not that far from being a last place team, especially because the the St. Louis Cardinals are winning now. So you figure if the Reds are going to be the team to ultimately end up in last, we're only five games ahead of them after starting 20 and eight in April. And that's not good. You know what else isn't good? I went and got my coffee and my um, donut at Krispy Kreme. And there was a two-bit con man sitting in Krispy Kreme. I swear, I'm not shitting you. I swear to God, I'm telling you the absolute truth. And it somewhat shocked me because this guy was using like all the con tricks. You know, he was like the pimp that slaps around um, his whores. <laughs> you know, he's, and he, it's terrible. You know, if I find a way to get this guy, I'm going to get him. Um, he was like scamming people, young and old both, um, in one of these, um, it sounded like one of these apartment scams where he takes the security deposit 
you know, he makes them sound like, hey, there's not many apartments available now. You know, I have this great deal. And he had two guys go out and get him 80 bucks. And the way he was talking to them was, listen to me, look at me, look at me when I, don't you mumble, listen to me when I talk to you. And they're like, yes, sir, yes, sir. They think they're gonna get this great deal. And isn't that just the way that con men work? Most people, and a lot of you guys listening to this podcast, they want quick fixes. They wanna get rich quick. You know, it's why people bought um, Bitcoin, even when it was like at its top. It's why people bought um, uh, stocks when they had their big run a couple years ago. Uh, And they always do it when stocks are at their high because they feel like everybody else is getting rich and they're missing out. And that's what these con men, um, you know, that's what they prey on, you know? People that um, they wanna get rich because it's a pain in the ass just going to work all the time and busting your ass and making money and saving money, you know, and doing things the right way. You know, if you wanna buy stocks, you buy the safe stocks and you hold them for a long time. Um, It's the only way to win, right? And everybody does this um, sports betting now, like make it rain and all that bullshit. You know, they throw at you the biggest scams in these, um, you know, when when you're betting, uh, uh, I don't know, especially DraftKings, they are the biggest scammers, DraftKings. And what they do is they'll have this bonus pick, you know, or they'll have this boost and they'll say, all right, these four things have to come true and you get a big return. Or these six things have to come true and get a big return. And it might be like Joel Embiid has to score 30 points. Um, You know, uh, Paul Goldschmidt has to hit a double. It's things that you could see happening, but the odds of all six happening are longer than what they're paying. You know, so they'll be like, all you have to do is bet 15 bucks to win 200. And And you always get like four out of six that happen. You know, sometimes you get five out of six that happen and occasionally these boosts hit, but not often enough, you know, for you to actually become a long-term winner. If you want to win in sports betting, the only way you can do it, and most people aren't able to do it, um, I've done it over periods of time, but I do not have the time to, you know, to study all this stuff, you know, but you know, it's really reversion to the mean when you do sports betting as well. And NFL is the easiest, you know? Whatever team is being featured on SportsCenter that week and whatever team is the hottest and whatever team is getting hyped up the most, just take the points against them, you know, and you'll win almost all the time. Uh, And everybody will say like, oh, man, I can't believe Oakland beat, um, you know, the Patriots. And it's like, well, it was just bound to happen. You know, they were due for a regression. And it's exactly what I told you heading into that Toronto Blue Jays series when, um, you know, the Blue Jays had lost five in a row. I'm like, oh, man, this is not when you want to face the Blue Jays. You know, the Blue Jays are a hot and cold team. They got great sluggers um, and they have really a good lineup top to bottom. They had just off been off to a slow start. And I said, oh, man, I'm worried about this Blue Jays series, mostly because they've lost five in a row and they are going to be, you know, wanting to jump all over the Pirates. And really, if you look at it, that's just what the Blue Jays did. They jumped all over the Pirates and they kept their foot on the Pirates' neck the entire series. And the games 
were rarely in danger. Uh, just like yesterday's game. There were points in the game when the Pirates could have made this great comeback. And the one point that I can remember is when Jack Suwinski came up with the bases loaded and struck out or popped out. And the exact same thing happened in the Toronto series once or twice where Suwinski came up in a key situation and he just, I don't know if he gets over anxious or he just um, gets fooled. You know, he wants to hit that home run. And sometimes he does hit that home run. The thing about those two guys, Jack Suwinski and Henry Davis, is they have the ability to hit a long home run. And you know who else does occasionally when he bats left-handed is um, Rodolfo Castro. He has the ability to hit that key home run. And even though it was a key home run the other night in Keller's win because they hadn't scored in a bunch of innings, you know, it just you just know that it's not going to work out for Rodolfo Castro because he's so stuck on himself. And he has too much confidence to the point of being cocky. And he doesn't hit home runs very often. But when he does, he holds up the number one sign. He's talking about himself. Uh, and, you know, he goes in these long slumps and occasionally throws a fit. You know, and he's just really immature. He does immature things. He makes stupid plays. And I don't care, like, Rodolfo Castro is going to look good at times. But you don't want him. If the Pirates ever get to be a playoff team, I don't think you want to count on that guy. Because he might make a stupid mistake that's going to cost you a playoff game. Uh, even if, you know, he has the ability to win you a playoff game with one swing of the bat. So this morning I'm doing my podcast from Sheets. And I'm heading over to the um, casino here in Wilkesbury, and I, I like to sit in the um, in the sports area and just watch um, Sports Center, especially with what the Sixers are doing now. I want to get to highlights on that. Although I did watch the recap last night uh, on my phone, they can give you a ten minute recap of the game, you know, and they show you almost every um, almost every score in the game. It's crazy what they do. But that's just the society we are today. You know, when I talk about you want things yesterday, um, you just want to see the highlights, you know? That's why baseball doesn't do that good with ratings because not a lot of people have the patience to sit and really see the strategy of a baseball game. You just want to see the home runs on Sports Center. you know? You just want to touch them all, basically. Um, but that's the thing that I love about baseball is the strategy and the fact that you can just sit and watch it. <clears throat> and I like that um, they have this pitch clock now. Because if I'm watching the games on my phone, which I do more often than not, um, I don't have to wait an hour for the next pitch. You know, I know I get to see the pitches. And I know a lot of people watch the games on their phone because they do these screenshots now of like um, where all the pitches were. You know, and they used it during the Tampa Bay series to show how the Pirates were getting robbed. And they did it um, when uh, Captain Underpants was pitching last night and all of his pitches were catching the middle of the plate, just like Luis Oviedo and just like, um, yeah, Luis Oviedo, just like Oviedo and just like Ortiz. Or if you want to call him Luis Oviedo, you can, because they're both the exact same fucking guy, you know? (laughs) But one thing when I'm sitting in the sports section is I help out the old folks 
you know, because they don't um, have the best vision and they want to play sports bets on the machines. But let me tell you something. My dad always told me, I told him when I was your age, you know, I'm just assuming like a lot of you guys are in your 20s. Uh, I don't know if I want to be a dad, you know, I don't know if I want to get married and all this stuff. And he told me, you know, dads give you good advice. He told me, that's a pretty lonely life, you know. You'll never have kids and you'll never have grandkids. And he was actually true. I mean, my first wife and I, we got along great in the beginning. Uh, It went downhill, but we raised a couple of great kids. Um, Charlie came over yesterday. We got wings. We had a good time. He got high with my wife. I just don't like to smoke weed. It makes me anxious. Uh, I had a couple, like, gulps of um, beer, and that was it because I didn't want to get dehydrated. So, and right now it's Wednesday morning, and the reason I'm out sheets is because the cleaning lady's here, and I knew I was going to have to get up for the cleaning lady, but I rarely do that stuff. I might have some caffeine, but I don't do anything else, you know? booze, weed. I don't do any of it. I was the biggest stoner at Slippery Rock probably for a couple years there. (laughs) You know, I couldn't afford all the weed, but when we had it, I smoked it, man. I smoked it up and smoked it down, you know? So, um, which is probably why I can never remember these baseball players' names when I'm doing my podcast. But um, one thing I tell you about um, going to the casino is these people, they come in, and they have their um, social security checks cashed. And they have these crisp $20 bills. And all they do is place bets because they're lonely. They're old and lonely. And the only thing they have in the world to keep them entertained is going to the casino and giving their money away. And it's kind of a shame. But I guess the way I look at it is um, if you don't you know, meet somebody, your person, your significant other... You know, it doesn't matter if it's a um, a woman, a man, or, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh, you have to have relationships in your life, you know. And even though relationships are difficult, even though you might be pissed off at somebody, you know. First of all, even if your relationship is over, you can't hold on to that anger. Because that anger will, um, you know, it will fester in you. And it just gets in the way of you becoming your best person. Uh, And that's why you drink. You know what I mean? That's why you smoke too much weed to forget about stuff. So, you know, I will say that um, if you do have uh, a bad relationship, get over it and move on. No matter how long it takes you, it might take you a year, it might take you um, 18 months, get over it and move on. Because if you hold on to that anger, like I said with my mom, She never got over the divorce. If you hold on to that anger, you know, you're never going to reach your potential. And you're going to be the idiot, you know, having road rage, you know, in in Pittsburgh, you know, heading into the tunnel. You're going to be the guy yelling at everybody where you could just be relaxing, having a cup of coffee like I am and listening to my podcast. So anyways, enjoy the enjoy the week. I don't have a prediction on this um, this Colorado Rocky game today, I guess I would take. I don't know, man. It's hard to take the over with the way the Pirates are hitting, but I don't think the Rockies are going to have the best pitching. I think it's going to be a bullpen game because the the guy pitching hasn't been stretched out, and the fact that it's a bullpen game 
and it's going to be a nice afternoon in Pittsburgh. I guess I'll take the over um, because Rich Hill is pitching and he doesn't usually pitch gems, but I think he might give you a quality start today. So let's say it's 3-3 after six innings and Rich Hill departs uh, and the final score ends up being um, 5-4. You hit the over because it's only eight and a half. So there you go. I don't recommend betting, but that's just my tip for the day. God love you. The devil loves you. Don't be an idiot. Peace out.